0: Joe will be missed, very much missed. We like Joe, a hard man not to like. And tomorrow I promise promised to no one. Meanwhile, we go on. In business, life, what you learn to appreciate the most is a dependable man, one day same as the next. Yeah, hey, I learned a lot from watching Joe. We deal with you, or your second. No one else. No one else knows our names. No one else contacts us. Understand? To contact us, use this. Only. How yeah, to talk on our cell phones? Yeah. To call for lunch, you could talk. To call your girl, you could talk. To call your lawyer, even you could talk. The law says that is between you and the lawyer. To find out what movie is playing down the street, you could talk. All of that is good because all of that does them. There is nothing good to hear.
1: We are back for another great episode of Black Equity Podcast. And you just heard a clip from the show The Wire. Many people say it's one of the greatest shows ever. And I think this may be one of the most important clips on the show. Why is it one of the most important clips? We're going to go through that on today's episode. And how does this particular clip relate what's happening in the hip-hop podcast space? And how does that then connect to Black equity? And how does that then open our eyes to advancing through this game with a new set of eyes and a newfound found wisdom. On today's episode, we're going to get into all that and much, much more here on Black Equity Podcast. All right, so to start the show, we played a clip where Marlowe in season three or season four is finally getting access. Matter of fact, this might be season five. Marlo finally gets access to the Greeks. For those who don't know, in Season 2 of The Wire, we find out that the majority of the best drugs that are coming into Baltimore are coming through the ports, and it's being done through what they call the Greeks. Okay, Marlowe doesn't have a direct connection. He has to work with a, a gentleman by the name of Proposition Joe. Well, by the time we get to this scene, Proposition Joe is not in the picture anymore, and Marlo is now up to bat to where he can get direct access to the plug. And I remember watching this episode the first time around. I remember my first time watching The Wire was back when Netflix still had DVDs, and I always wanted to watch The Wire. And back then... Uh, you, I think it was like $7.99 a month or something. It might have even been like $5.99 a month. This is early Netflix. And every time you return, I think you get like three discs at a time. Every time you return one, they send one out. So I would watch two or three episodes that's on one disc, send that out, and then watch the next disc that's already with me and send that out, watch the next one, send that out. By the time I got to the third disc, two or three more were coming in. Right. So I watched all the wire. And my first time seeing this, I thought to myself, wow, he finally got the connect. He can do the things that he wants to do. Then I maybe took a year off from watching the wire. cause I had watched it already. And then I came back to it. And I, I noticed some different things when this part came up that resonated in my mind. And then I watch it a third time, and then a fourth time. I probably watch The Wire once a year for the last 10 years. And it's around that time where I'm watching again. And the more mature I become in life, the more I experience life, the more this scene just stands out to me more and more and more. So I'm going to play it again, and then I'm going to show you the reaction Marlo has. And then I'm going to connect it to what's currently happening in the hip-hop podcast space. And then I'm going to open up a broader conversation to what's really happening when it comes to the world of money and wealth and fame and prestige. And and I want to really dive into it. So let's revisit this this scene. This is a two-minute scene. But for some reason, there's so much wisdom in it that we can't overlook it.
0: Joe will be missed. Very much missed. We like Joe. A hard man not to like. And tomorrow ain't promised to no one.
1: He's saying tomorrow's not promised to no one. They're saying we miss Prop Joe. Marlo is the reason why Proposition Joe is dead. But he's just playing it off like, yeah, he'll be missed. He kills his way to the top. So let's watch this. Meanwhile, we go on. In business,
0: life, What you learn to appreciate the most is a dependable man, one day same as the next. Yeah, I learned a lot from watching Joe.
1: We deal with you. For your second. In order for him to be in this position, they need someone who's going to be dependable and be there daily. Pick up on what we're saying.
0: No one else. No one else knows our names. No one else contacts us. Understand? To contact us, use this only. Man, yeah, I don't talk on our cell phones. Yeah. To call for lunch, you could talk. To call your girl, you could talk. To call your lawyer, even. You could talk. The law says that is between you and the lawyer. Mm. Right? To find out what movie is playing down the street, you could talk. All of that is good because all of that tells them there is nothing good to hear. But for business, do not talk on the phone. Never. Right. I mean, Joe taught me that but what about
1: what? what is so on that part he shows him how he can send him uh, a message through the phone where he doesn't necessarily have to talk right and he also says no one else should be able to contact us but you that's a very key thing. That lets him know that he's the sole person that can access the necessary product to make the money on the streets that he wants to make. That makes him feel as if he's on top of the world. And then the next scene shows us everything. how love that play? Man overcame his grief. <laughs>
0: Do it feel like a crown on your head right now. Do it.
1: That's what I'm wearing on my head. We should celebrate. Does that feel like a crown on your head? Do it. That's what I'm wearing on my head. We should celebrate. So what are we celebrating? Marlo is celebrating the fact that he's killed his way to the top what well, he believes to be the imaginary top. And now that he's made it to the top, he's here to celebrate, but what is his top? The first time I watched the wire and I saw this scene, I said to myself, Oh, he made it to the top. Well, I allowed the show to tell me what the top was. Marlow made it to the top. He got to the Greek. In my head, I'm thinking the wire has shown me where the top is. The second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth time watching it, the more I watch it, I realize he didn't make it to the top at all. If you watch the full wire, you'll know all he did was solidify himself as a worker for someone else. <laughs> All he did was become a dependable person for someone else to help run someone else's empire. But on the streets, it looks as if he's the person that's running everything. But there's always that one person who's behind someone or two or three people that's behind someone that's really running the show. At any time that the Greeks decide to pull that product, he doesn't have the power that he thinks he has. Now, what does that have to do with hip-hop podcast about the podcast game, about wealth? I came across this, this other clip with Noriega and Joe Budden, who are arguably two of the biggest hip-hop podcasters in the world. And as I was listening to the clip, it reminded me of Marlo when he got The plug. And as I was listening to it, I said to myself, wait a second. I think we aren't fully grasping the complexities of the situation. (laughs) Y'all looking horrible out here. (laughs) You know what's crazy? I'm looking at these rappers trying shows now. Because you know <laughs> rappers from our era, and they yeah. are so failing. <laughs> isn't it, yo, isn't it great? <laughs> it's great to see tell it It's
0: great to see people oh, fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we- they do sports I mean? shows, they're doing comedy shows. <laughs> 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 they, they, they selling ass out there, right? Yo. They are selling their ass. <laughs> they talking about, Yo, Yo, oh, bro, I'm just doing this for fun. No, yeah, you no, you're are not. not. No, you're <laughs> not. It's a <laughs> lie. <laughs> they go get a computer, they get two cameras, yeah. and then they come out for three weeks. When the six episodes don't work, they start to rethink it. And you know what happens? Give up. They come out with another show. And then that's trash. Mm -hmm. And then they start cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all looking horrible out here. (laughs) So there was a lot more going on in this particular clip. But that stood out to me that Noriega reached a place. He was talking about a lot in this uh, episode with Joe Budden about how he um, you know, made so much money off of his podcast and how the podcast money is easier than the rap money, which is a great thing to know, you know, for historic, right? But I couldn't help but realize that there was an article that came out and it talked about how Noriega and Drink Champs uh, had a new deal with Warner Brothers or Warner Music. And when I when I saw it, I almost uh, I almost said, "Well, wouldn't you know? We just talked about them." I'll tell you what I mean in a moment. So here's an article from Vibe. It says, "Drink Champs ink's new deal with Warner Music Group. The first episode under the new partnership premieres January 27th. So it's already been out, right? And it's through Warner Music Group." Warner Music Group's in-house podcast network, Interval Presents, has secured exclusive licensing rights to the audio version of the award-winning podcast on all major platforms. Drink Chance first launched in 2015, but rose to prominence within the culture quickly with the help of iconic guests like Ida Bell, B2K, Alicia Keys, and more. Right? Uh, it says here that I'm feeling good about partnering with Interval Presents and joining an all-star team they've got Said Queens rapper turned host 40, 45. We were ready to take things to the next level for us and the culture at large, let's go. His Miami-bred comrade, 47, added, we were impressed with the network's dedication to the culture and the support we received to expand our show to reach new heights, allowing us a further pioneer and break barriers in the space. So first, I want to say congratulations to Drink Champs, congratulations to the podcast game, congratulations to everybody who is living out their dreams and doing all the things that they've always wanted to do in their life, right? It just so happens, and I don't mean any harm here. It just so happens that recently we had an episode about studying Jewish money. Does anybody remember that episode? We had a full episode about studying Jewish money. And during that episode, we looked up all the uh, Fortune uh, 500 CEOs that were Jewish. And we came across the owner of Warner Music Group. It just so happened that this happened before the Noriega deal was announced. So who owns the Warner Music Group? Access Industries. Now, if you really want to uh, uh, go back, you can look up our study on Jewish wealth. And we specifically came across this company, Access Industries. Access Industries is founded by Len Blavinick, business magnate. And remember, we were studying Jewish wealth. Now, what does this have to do with Marlo Stanfield? Well, it just always interests me the part right here where Marlo says this. How love play. Man overcame his grief.
0: <laughs> do it feel like a crown on your head right now. Do it. That's what I'm wearing on my head. We should celebrate.
1: He believes he has a crown on his head. He believes that because he has linked a deal with the Greeks, he's the king. So then here's my question for avid Wirefan watchers. If Marlowe's the king, who is the Greek? If Marlowe is the king, Who is the Greek? The Greek is a kingmaker. The Greek may have different territories, not just Baltimore. The Greek, in many ways, is an emperor in the game. Who does the Greek answer to? We don't know. But there is something very interesting, and we're going to play it at the end. Once you find out a little bit more about the Greek, it even blows us up even further. But, so here's my question to Noriega. He's saying that, hey, I've made so much money off of podcasting, which is a wonderful thing, by the way. I've made money with Nas, I've made money with Jay-Z, I've made money with uh, Revolt. Now he's sitting down and he's just feeling really great about his new deal. Right. And who is his new deal with Len Blavinick. In this scenario. Noriega. Is Marlowe. And he's ready to celebrate, he has a crown on his head. And the Greek is Len Blavanik. Now, we told you who owns Warner Music Group, Access Industries. So let's look at what Access Industries does, who they are. And then my question to you is going to be something very simple. If Noriega is the king or has the crown, who's Len Blivinick in this scenario? So Access Industries owns Assets in media and telecommunications, natural resources and chemicals, venture capital and technology, real estate, entertainment, biotechnology, and endowments. And they invest in innovation and creating transformative companies in global scale. Noriega is a small piece of his empire now. Warner Music came in, bought the exclusive licensing rights to Drink Champs, And now can distribute that onto their podcast network, which is a small piece of a bigger conglomerate of what they're working on. Why are we going over this? Because when I was a kid, if I would have seen some of the things that were coming out, I would have told myself, man, one day I want to grow and be like Noriega. Or if I was a kid, I would have grew up and said, one day I want to be like Marlo right? And not really seeing the full game. Unfortunately, we sometimes look up to the wrong people and it stumps our growth. I'm happy for Noriega. I'm happy for everybody who's making money and doing great things. But I'm not going to limit myself to thinking that now Noriega is the king or that Marlow is the king, or that all these other people who have big followings really run anything. Because at the end of the day, when you watch The, the Wire, it was the Greek that put Marlow in position. He doesn't have that many lines. He doesn't have that many scenes, but basically the entire game is from the Greeks. How did Marlow get access to the Greek? How did that happen? Well, he got a special call from none other than Avon. Now, if you watch The Wire, you know that Avon is who we we meet in the first season. Now, why does that matter? Jess wanted to start a business. Jess. Why does that matter? Because when Avon was running around. Number two. When Avon was running around in the first two seasons, he was running around because he had access to the Greeks. The Greek is the reason why a lot of this stuff is happening in Baltimore dealing with the drug epidemic. And it's this scene where Avon sits down with Marlowe and make sure he gets the connect. It's Marlowe who makes sure that, I'm sorry, it's Avon who makes sure Marlowe is even in position. It's the exchange of wisdom between those two that allows this all to take place. Now, what does all this have to do with anything? Because a lot of times who you see the most isn't really who's in power. Who you see the most isn't necessarily who's in power. Let's look at the empire of access industries real quick. When you go to access Industries and you go to, we're just going to do media and telecommunications. And when you click on it, it pretty much shows you the full game. It pretty much shows you that Noriega is just a small piece of a multi-billion dollar empire. Len Bavnik, the reason why we covered him on the study of Jewish wealth is because he's a multi, multi, multi-billionaire. Underneath his media and telecommunications, his holdings include AI Film, DAZN, Deezer, and Warner Music Group. Not to, we haven't even mentioned natural resources, his venture capital firm, the uh, real estate holdings where he has hotels, uh, access entertainment, biotechnology, and he has holdings all over the world. But if you're not careful, if you're not careful, you'll think that Noriega runs the game. But the truth is, this is because of Len Blavnick that we're having this conversation. Len Blavnick has him sitting there being all happy. Now, that doesn't mean that Noriega didn't earn his spot. That doesn't mean that he's not valuable. Len Blavnik saw the value in him. Well, Len Blavinick, his wealth is measured to be around $35 billion. So what's Noriega's net worth? Noriega is an American hip hop reggaeton artist who has a net worth of $5 million. Now, who knows if that is, you know, it could be way more. Who knows? What I'm showing you is we're talking about someone who has $36 billion investing and in making the rights and getting the rights of a show that probably produces millions of dollars, and Noriega is now sitting there calling himself the king and looking down on others, saying, y'all look crusty. You're not successful. You can't do what we did. It's the same Marlowe mindset, but here's what really trips it out. Watch this scene on the wire, and then I'll come back after. The body came up.
0: I saw on the television. We waited him down pretty goddamn good, but the water just coughed him back up. Bad luck, that's all. Sergei would have done better, I admit. Nico, the nephew, by now he knows people wait for him but so do the police i'm thinking there's nothing to be done at this point what he says he says he knows my name but
1: my name is not my name my name is not even my name (laughs) and you
0: to them you're only the greek to them you're only the
1: greek And of course, I'm not even Greek. (laughs) I'm not even Greek. So the game is being played by people we don't even know their names. The entire Wire show has been orchestrated by two gentlemen who aren't who they say they are. While the noriegas of the game, all these hip hop podcasts, black podcasts, white podcasts, green podcasts, everybody's out here making their millions. But there's someone that we don't even know their name who's really making the moves.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so we go. But the Greek, not my name. But... He knows my name, but my name is not my name. But... And you, to them, you're only the Greek.
1: And of course, I'm not even Greek. <laughs> Marlowe believes he has the crown, he's going to celebrate. but he has crowns from people he doesn't even know who they are they just got the product that he needs to play his game and so my friends i've asked this question many times before whose game are you playing right now there's rappers and artists and influencers they're all rushing to go on drink chaps they're all moseying down to be on drink chaps to play the drink chap game and to be noticed. But Len Blavinick is the one that's really moving to pieces. But nobody's mentioned his name. Nobody knows who he is. The only person covering him is here on Black Equity Podcast. Makes you wonder, man. It really makes you wonder. Are you just following followers? Or are you going to decide to lead yourself? He says, he knows my name, but my name is not my name.
0: And you? To them, you're only the Greek. And of course, I'm not even Greek. <laughs>